I'm Matthew Woods, host of Leading Out of the Woods, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you are listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on Reflected, let's reflect on 2020 and finally put this year behind us. Welcome to Reflected, the podcast where I share my perspective on the challenges and successes that are taking place in our schools and focus on goal setting and plans for future improvement. Through rich conversation and meaningful dialogue, we will discuss practical ways to make schools better for students and educators. Hey, welcome to Reflected. I'm your host, AJ Bianco, and this is episode six. If this is your first time listening, thank you for giving Reflected a try. And if you've listened before, thank you for coming back. I'm really excited to bring you this episode. Uh, At this point, we are closing out 2020 as I release this. It's going to be December 31st, 2020, and we are approaching New Year's Eve and we are approaching 2021, and I think it's a year that everybody's been kind of looking forward to. So as we look back on 2020, I think it's a good time to close out where we were and how we're going to move forward. Uh, I think we all know 2020 was a pretty awful year in general. Um, we're going to take a look at some positives, some negatives. Uh, we're going to see what we can do for 2021. And we're going to focus on the good things for education and for us personally. And we're going to look at our goals and our one word for 2021. So without any further ado, let's do this. So as we reflect on 2020, again, as mentioned, I think we can all look at it and say it was a really pretty crummy year. But I think if we dig in a little bit, there's a lot of positives that we can look at and we can focus on and we can use to go forward. Uh, Of course, there were negatives. Of course, there were some ugly moments. uh, And I'm sure we were all impacted by the pandemic and COVID-19. And while I don't want to put that too far behind us and and make it seem like it's nothing, you know, I I do want to focus on the good things because I don't feel like we should just continuously bash 2020 because I think we can all grow and improve as we move forward. So for me, and again, this is my podcast, so this is going to be about me. Positives for me are very simple. Um, First and foremost, throughout 2020, those months in quarantine and during this pandemic, I got to know my family a lot more. You know, uh, as a husband and a father, you know, that's my tagline for everything that I put out there. The first thing in my my bio, the first thing in, you know, my, my Twitter profile, Instagram profile, husband, father. So for me, this time that we were together, I could really spend time with my kids. I got to know my kids in a different level. I got to see them as different people. Um, We had a baby before quarantine. She was a year old when the quarantine hit, and now I'm watching her grow and talk. And I didn't have that time with my two sons. You know, we had the summers, we had those moments, but this was the first time over those nine months that I really got to see a little person develop in my daughter. And, And I think that was really something that that was helpful. Um, 
as a family, we became stronger. We got to know each other different ways. Um, we really, I think, became stronger as a family. And, and I hope for those of you who are listening, if you're listening to this, I hope you can say the same thing about your family and your situation that you're in. You know, that's one of the biggest positives that I took out of this. You know, we were working, but I got to actually watch my wife teach, which was an impressive feat. You know, I got to watch my kids learn. I got to watch my kids read and do math. And I got to watch my baby walk and talk. And it really was pretty amazing. And it was a blessing in disguise. And again, I know 2020 for a lot of people was not so positive. And I know that there was uh, a lot of a, a lot of people impacted by COVID. And, you know, our family was hit in some way. And, and I don't want to, you know, again, play it off like it didn't exist. It did exist. But I want to focus on the good things. So for me, family was number one. Number two for me was my growth as an educator. So at the start of the school year for the 2019-2020 school year, I was in an administrative role for the first time. I was supervisor of instruction and technology, and I learned to be a leader in that role. And I had some great mentors in the school that I was in, and you know they told me, and this is a pat myself on the back moment, but they told me that during the pandemic, I really shined. I really helped the teachers, and I really grew as a leader. And, and that growth for me was something I'd been searching for for so long. You know, if you've heard my story, if I mentioned before, I've always wanted to be a leader. And I felt like I was a leader in the classroom and helping teachers and doing professional development and creating podcasts and so on and so forth. But being a leader in a school was something that I really wanted and something that I held closely and just kept pushing for. And to have the opportunity in 2019, 2020, you know, it really felt great. And then as that pandemic hit and I started stepping up as a leader, you know, I started to find my courage and I started to find um, my chops, I guess, as they say. Um, so much so <laughs> that I'm going to lead into number three, uh, the positive for me. I have a new job. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't really talked about this, but I am now an assistant principal of a middle school here in New Jersey. Um, so I moved from that supervisor role in one year and I moved into the assistant principal role and you know, as we look at ourselves and we say, why are we making these moves? This job for me now was something I was passionate about when I stepped into that edu- educational leadership program. I said to my professors, I said to the people I was around, I want to be a middle school assistant principal. And why did I choose assistant principal? Well, mainly because I knew I needed the experience and maybe one day the principalship will be there for me, but I wanted to work with somebody who was going to mold me and guide me and show me what leadership was. You know, when we think about leadership, we all kind of get into this this vibe of, I want to be a leader. I know exactly what it is. Look, I knew nothing about what leadership was. I thought I knew, stepping into my supervisory role, I had no idea. There were so many things that I had to adjust and shift and learn. And I thought I knew it from reading and from talking to people and from, you know, being a mentor to people and looking at various Twitter chats and listening to different podcasts. And I was like, yes, okay, I get it. I took my notes and I was ready to roll. But man, the leadership is nothing that I thought it was when I got started. And now that I'm in this assistant principal role, you know, I love it. I, you know, I started in October of 2020 and honestly, it's been so, so weird being an an administrator right now in this environment. So the school that I'm at, uh, we were middle school. We were grades five through eight. 
and we started the year remote. We had kids come in in November, the first week of November. They were in for three weeks, and right after the Thanksgiving break, we were told they were not going to come back until at least the end of January. So as I'm recording this, I've only met students for three weeks. Now, I'm trying very hard to build relationships with students, I'm trying very hard to pop into classrooms, I'm trying very hard to you know, get into Google Meets where, where teachers and students are, and I'm trying very hard to send messages to students and newsletters and all that, but it's not the same. That face-to-face time is, is greatly missed. And, and I'm not going to say that I want my students back no matter what. That's not the camp that I'm in. I believe when it's safe, we'll have our kids there, and we'll get there. You know, and it's a bummer, but we'll get there. But for me, this, this job has been outstanding. You know, it's been a few months only. It's been what four months now at this point. But I've loved working with my teachers. I've loved meeting students. I've loved doing the things that we do. I love, you know, providing feedback during observations, and and I just love, you know, I don't know if he's listening, but I'm loving working with my principal. I think that we have a great relationship so far. And I think we have some, some similar visions that's really going to drive the school forward. So, you know, I don't know if he's listening, but if he is shout out, um, doing a great job, right? Um, but anyway, those, those are some positives for me. And I think those positives are going to lead, uh, to where I see schools going in the future. And I think again, COVID is one issue and I don't want to, you know, make that seem like it's nothing again, but I think for schools, And I think for people and I think for families in some regards, this is exactly what we needed. Not, not the virus, not the pandemic, not that negativity, but I think we all needed to kind of slow down. You know, for me, especially I was so driven for so long on that leadership role. You know, I think being able to slow down, spend time with my family, learn with them and from them has been again, outstanding, you know, but I, I think this time here where we are able to slow down and figure out new ways and figure out who we are and the things that we like and find some new hobbies and do these new things. You know, I think it's been phenomenal. You know, for me, I started this podcast, you know, I know I was on other podcasts and doing other things, but this is my personal podcast and I'm enjoying it and getting behind the mic kind of just makes you feel good. And I think that's one thing as we shift to the impact on schools, I think that's one thing that schools are going to improve on. I really feel that because of this slowdown and because we get to view schools in a different way, we're going to start seeing a shift in schools. We're going to start seeing schools improve in a variety of ways, whether it be technology, whether it be instruction, whether it be assessments, observations, feedback. Schools are going to improve. We are going to continue to grow. And I think because of this, we are going to better cater our students, and our community. If we're using technology, you know, I hate to say it, maybe this takes away snow days. Maybe this takes away from a kid who's absent for a number of days, they can work from home remotely. You know, this might open the doors to a lot of different ways to learn and learn successfully. You know, for me, 
and I know a lot of teachers were stressed because they've never experienced technology in the classroom and they never were able to put lesson plans together. For me, technology was my lesson plan, you know, with Google Classroom and the idea of project-based learning and personalized learning, um, my, 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 my flipped classroom that I used to do as a teacher, you know, this was my jam. This was my thing. And I think that's where I really shined in that leadership role is because I brought my experience with technology and I gave it to the teachers and I gave them lessons that I did and I showed them new technology tools that is going to enhance their learning. You know, and I think it's finally the time where we're going to say, let's not just use technology for technology's sake. Let's use technology to build something to help our students improve. And I really think that's what we're going to see from our schools. We're going to see more technology significant increase in technology, but only the technology that's going to help our students. Only the technology that teachers feel this is going to move my students forward. Because again, if we're not doing this for the students, what are we doing it for? So as we look forward and we look at 2021 and we look at how we're going to impact our schools positively, think about your why. Why did you get into teaching? Was it your content? Was it the students? Was it a combination of the two? What was it? Why did you get into this? How are you now going to take this new shift in learning and bring that to your classroom or bring that to your school if you're a leader? How are you going to share that with the other teachers? How are you going to step up? In New Jersey, we're pushing this idea of teacher leadership. And this is something everybody should be doing. We should not be teaching with our doors closed. We should not be working solo. We should not be ignoring our colleagues. This is the time where collaboration is key. We should be building things together and figuring out what's working during this environment, whether we are remote, whether we are hybrid, whatever the case may be, this is the time that we collaborate. So I really think when we look at the impact on schools in that positive way, We have new technology, we have new instruction, we have new ways of assessment, we have new ways to collaborate, we have new ways to give feedback, we have new ways to meet. These are great things. These are fantastic. I know, teachers, I know it's been hard. I know that. And I feel for you. I've watched it. My wife's a teacher. My kids are are, are struggling at home, you know, as remote students every now and then. I, I see it. And I don't like that aspect of it, but we're going to be back in school soon. You know, I know we are. We're going to get there. We're going to sit back in classrooms. We may still be spaced out. We still may be in masks. Whatever the case may be, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to have those moments again of real-life learning, real-life light bulb moments, not just staring at a computer wondering who's listening and if they're going to participate. But I really think that going forward... We now have set ourselves up for great success. And I think that the young batch of students who will become teachers, I think they see this and I think they know what they can do going forward. So the positive thing here is everybody is working extremely hard in education. And if you guys did not think you were rock stars to begin with, you are rock stars. You are working hard. You are doing it for your students and you are doing it well. So take that with you. That is a positive. 
and go forward in 2021 and continue to make that change in your schools. Continue to be brave. Continue to be bold. Continue to make that shift to where you think education should be. I'm proud of you. Keep going. So one more thing I want to focus on here as we look at a reflection of 2020 going into 2021. Goals, passions, wishes. I think going into 2020, I really think we had these big goals. I know for me, I was like, this is my year. I don't know why I thought it was my year. I don't know what was going to happen that I thought was going to be huge, but maybe I like the numbers. You know, 2020 just seemed like a really, really cool year. So cool. That was my year. Whatever. I went into the year with a lot of goals, right? As my first year as a leader in 2020, I said I wanted to go kick it off. You know, I really wanted to, let's say, rock out and, and, and be that difference maker. So my goal was set. And, and I know I didn't make resolutions. I know the big thing, the, the hype thing is right now is that one word, right? That one word for the year. And I got down with it. And I'm going to get down with it for 2021 too. And we're going to share that in a second. But my one word for 2020 was the word go. Just go, right? And I like that word go because that's the way I wanted it to. I wanted to just go. I wanted to have <laughs> my work and I wanted to go. And I wanted to go and I wanted to, you know, come home and, and be with my kids. I wanted to go and I wanted to be part of everything. So my word go was to just go and be better and, you know, work out and embrace this and go read and go learn and go do you know, go and create. That was my one word. That was my one word for 2020. And I think for the most part, I went, (laughs) but I really didn't do a lot of things I wanted to do. I think I missed the boat on some aspects, whether that be the pandemic, whether that be quarantine, whether that be me being lazy, whatever, you know, it happens for 2021. My one word is determined. And I think the word determined is a strong word for me. However, I think it's also a cop-out, right? Because the word determined, I'm determined to do so many things. I'm determined to be a better husband. I'm determined to be a better father. I'm determined to be a better son, a better brother, you know, a better leader. You know, I am determined to do all these things. I'm determined to continue to work out, you know, five times or seven times a week, whatever the case may be. I'm determined to just be better in the things that I do. You know, I had a hard time figuring out this word, right? Because I wanted to be simplistic. You know, a couple of years ago, my word was like focus and my word was vision and my word, you know, my words in the last couple of years have been so goal oriented that I forgot the small things. So this year, my word is just determined and I'm determined to be better. I'm determined to slow down. I'm determined to read X amount of books throughout the year. You know, I'm determined and I, and I will get there and I will do those things, but I'm determined to do it slowly and I'm determined to do it correctly. I don't want to put the family that I have behind me in order to complete those goals, you know? So for me, my one word, 2021 is the word determined. And I think it's a good word for me. So as I've done on the podcast before for reflected, I'm leaving you with homework. So I want you to think about these four things that I'm asking you to do for homework. And these are big. And this is your reflection here. So here you go. Number one, 
What is the one thing you are grateful for in 2020? I shared mine. I'm excited to hear what you have. Number two, what is one thing that you'll be glad to leave behind in 2020? Don't say COVID. That's a cop-out answer. Number three, what's your goal or your one word for 2021? And number four, big one here, what's going to help you in achieving that goal or one word? That's your homework. Go answer those four questions. Tag me on social media. Find me. Reply to me. Send me a message. Whatever the case may be, I want to hear those four things. What you're grateful for, what you're willing to leave behind, one word for 2021, and how you're going to achieve that goal. And for those of you who have reached out before for the previous episodes on Twitter, Instagram, I really appreciate you taking the time to connect and share your thoughts on those episodes. It means a lot and it's greatly appreciated that you guys would take that time to do that. So reach out again. I look forward to more conversations as we continue to grow. Take care. Thank you for listening to Reflect Ed. If you have a question, suggestion for future episodes, or would just like to connect, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at AJBianco. If you have found value in this podcast, please help spread the word to other educators. You can subscribe, leave a rating and review, or share on social media with your takeaway and thoughts. Make sure to tag me at AJBianco or the show at ReflectEdPod to keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening, and I can't wait for you to join me for the next episode of Reflect Ed. Thank you.